Okay, welcome. Tanya, today we're going to do chapters 30, 31, and 32, Bezrat Hashem, which is quite a um, an ambitious bite. But just also, just as a as a quick heads up, is the way this shear is meant to be, is, um, it's meant to be, it's meant to be a, in my mind, it's basically a, what's the word? Not a diving board is not the right word. Um, a point of entry. Springboard. Springboard, thank you. A springboard for your, you guys, for your own personal, um, your own personal investment into it. This is, it's, that's what it's meant to be. Like, we go through a lot of ideas and to get these ideas, like, into us, you know, each, if we're going to discuss, like, 20 ideas, they should all really be discussed, each one as a whole class into itself to get to, you know, to, to get the idea in, um, so that's my that's where I'm coming from with the with these classes. They're not they're not meant to be, Shawn Michael. They're they're meant to be like we said, like Abby said, a springboard into your own personal investment into the ideas. So, okay, so um, chapters 30, 31, 32, I I titled them as me, you, and God. Okay, chapter thirty is about humility. Chapter 31 is about uh, Shvira. And then 32 is the famous chapter in the Tanya, which is about um, Arvis Yisrael. It's very famous, like probably the most famous, not probably, it's for sure the most famous chapter in Tanya. Okay. So chapter 30, the red, I'm sorry, chapter, yeah, chapter 30. If you remember chapter 29, we've basically, the Rebbe is prescribing, we're in the, we're in the chapters of Simcha. And the Rebbe is prescribing us how the Simcha is a prerequisite for avoidance Hashem. Anybody who wants to hazard a definition of Simcha? Two words, two Hebrew words gives us the perfect definition of Simcha. Anyone got that for us? No. Yitzi, you've got a definition of Simcha, two Hebrew words. Psicha Salev. That's Simcha. Simcha means your heart is open, it means you're emotionally available. That's Simcha. So a person who's Basimcha will also be able to be Bakas, very, his, his emotions are flying. So he can love deeply, he can also hate deeply as well. A guy who's betimtum with timtumalei, which is the opposite psichaslave, yeah, just like he doesn't love anyone, he can't hate anyone as well. He's just he just doesn't have any emotional energy available to him. Okay, so so silka is psichaslave. It's emotional availability, um, and that is a prerequisite for avoidance Hashem. If you are not emotionally available, then um, you're gonna have a uh, you're gonna have a hard time serving Hashem. Um, so we're going through these these very kind of stark prakim, um, and chapter twenty nine is probably the most stark Tanya, where he basically talks about how you splinter this complacency within yourself, this timtumalev, where you've where you're not emotionally available either because of sadness or because of um complacency either way it's the same kind of thing and he goes through this kind of like breaking down of myself where i kind of analyze myself in a very harsh judgmental way and take myself to task on the fact that i'm really not i'm really not i've got nothing to be complacent about put it that way I've got nothing to be smug about. My vote is not particularly impressive and um, I can push harder. Now, one of the hardest things for me to hear is when, when someone says I tried my best. I, know, I don't say it to them, but like, how can you ever, ever say that? Can't ever say you tried your best. Never. It's like the toothpaste, you know, there's always a little bit left in the toothpaste thing, yeah? So you can never say I tried my best. It's like, I, I only remember like one time in my 45 years of life where there was no more toothpaste to take out of the tube, you know, there's always a little bit more. So how can you ever say I did my best? 
I mean, I, I would never ever dream of saying that ever. So that that's the the point is that we're not if 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 we become complacent, and if we feel like you'll you'll hear people say, you know, how's Panasa? We could be doing better. Yeah, and in the same breath, you'd say, how's Ruchnius? I mean, that's fine, Buch Hashem. You know, we've got this going, got the Duffel, Yomi, got this share, that share, I'm learning great, that's great. Panasa could always be better. Yeah, we should say the opposite way. Yeah, Ruchnius could always be better. We could be investing ourselves deeper. We could be investing ourselves with more, with more truth, with more, with, uh, with more Lishma, with more, with more Bikush, with more energy, with more selflessness, etc. So he says, you take yourself to task and that way you can break yourself down and then you're going to be available. You will be available eventually for, for emotional service. Okay. The next stage, and this is the, the entrance into chapter 30. Once we've become Zibrochen, yeah, we've smashed ourselves to the point where really what the, the, the key term here is, we have become definitionless. We've broken our definition of ourselves. Things aren't okay. Yeah, your avodas Hashem is not okay. You need a big, just like just like in marriage. Imagine if a person feels like he's doing okay in his marriage, where uh, you know what kind of you know Gehenna that's going to lead to. You always need to be feeling that there's uh, there's a lot more to go. That doesn't mean you have to feel bad or depressed about that at all. But but the, but always just feeling that there's a lot you know, we've got a long way to go, Hashem, and we're going to do that. So once we've broken ourselves down, and we've gotten to this place where we're kind of broken, now the Rebbe goes to the next stage, and this is so counter in count not counterintuitive. It's so contrary to what the world tells us now. And the Rebbe says, well, the the the, the, the Mishnah says he quotes the Mishnah. Rebbe Meir Oimer, have a Feel yourself to be shuffle ruach. I don't know of a definite, I don't know of a good translation for that. You should see yourself as shuffle ruach bifnei kol adam. And it's funny because the Rebbe brings the Russian bifnei kol ha adam. Everyone knows in the Gemara it says, Atem Kuyim Adam. Yeah, you, Yisrael, are called Adam, and the Oedek are not called Adam. They're called Ha-Adam. Ha-Adam, with a hay at the beginning, gives the idea of there's a there's a, a fraud, there's a, there's a separation, fragmentation. Whereas by the Yidden, you're called Adam, meaning you're just one big, one big man, so to speak. Yeah, one big Neshama. We'll talk about that in, in, a, in another few minutes, Bezrat Hashem, um, Lamed base. So the Rebbe who made his parish of Mishnaya, he made the Siddha, so he included Pirkei Avos in the Siddha, and he chose the Lashon Ha'adam, meaning you should see yourself Shafaruch Biflei Kol Ha'adam. Every single person in the world, you should see yourself as lower, inferior, insignificant, I don't know the right word for it, but all of those things. In front of every human being in the world, Yid, Goy, whatever. Imagine humbled, that. Humbled spirit, no? Shafaruch, humbled spirit, means in a sense lower. Shafaruch, long time. So um, it means that you're, however you want to describe, it means you should see yourself as being lower or less than everybody else. Imagine that. Imagine a, imagine a psychologist in 2024. Wow saying to you, you should see yourself as lower than every single person who exists. So he gives you some eights. I'm going to say this quite quickly. Just It's very pasha. Basically, how can you do that? How can you see yourself as the lowest of the... How can you see yourself lower than the lowest of the low? By just putting into it the concept of relativity. And if you were born into their life situation, you probably wouldn't be doing much better than them. Yeah, you got you You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth yeah, you got good parents, you grew up in a good neighborhood, there was money, you weren't involved in crime and et cetera, et cetera. So um there's um that that's the basic what one's it? That's the basic um that's the basic um one second wait for my son to just get out of here. 
Okay, that's the uh, the basic way that we're able to see ourselves as less than everybody by plugging in to the the scenario the concept of relativity, and that shows us that our voider. We've spoken about this before in parent parent fifteen. That our voider is not about the results; it's about the energy. It's about the energy we expend, and you can put in all the energy in the world and end up looking much less than a guy who's hardly putting in any energy. And that's not, that's the point is we're talking not about, we're not talking about the actual behavior. We're talking about the energy that goes into the behavior. And with that, um, not dynamic, what's the word? Um, criteria, we're able to actually genuinely see ourselves as less than anybody. Now, a very important point. By the way, that doesn't putter the guy who's messing up. Yeah, he still has free will, and from himself, he should be seeing himself also as shuffle rock with flake or autumn. Two, this is my own thing here, but this is a very helpful thing that I've come to is when it comes to any interaction with people, any people, if we can limit ourselves to two questions, yeah, we will be in a very emotionally healthy place. And the two questions are. What can I learn from you or how can I help you? Nothing else. Not how do I compare to you? Am I richer than you? Am I poorer than you? Am I cleverer than you? Am I less this, that, all the other things, yeah? Limit yourself to those two questions. How can I help you or how can I learn from you? And there are going to be people who you can help more than learn from. And there's going to be people who you can learn more from than help. And if we limit our questions to those who, whenever we start feeling some kind of negativity towards ourselves because of someone else, get back, you'll realize that you've strayed from those two questions. You're now asking something like, how do I compare to him? Or why is his car fancier than my car? I hope no one's holding there. But, that, but those, those in Yanim, yeah, if we stray from those two questions, then those are really the only two questions that we should be asking. How can I learn from you or how can I help you? Okay, that was just a side point. Um, we will severely limit the Yates Sahara, the damage the Yates Sahara can do to us if we if we limit it to those two questions. Um now this is a very important point. Anybody has a definition for us of self-esteem? Uh, a, a an acknowledgement or a visual on your ego, on That's, on your inner being. Um. So I I've, I've been reading this book. I got recommended. Yoli recommended it to me called the Six Pillars of Self Esteem. You heard of this book? It's as boring as hell, but it's a really really good book. It's really very good, but it's. You were really pushing to get through it. <laughs> anyway. Stay out, of, stay out of marketing soon. <laughs> he said, he said, and it's beautiful, the definition of, of, um, of self-esteem is a feeling of appropriateness for life. I absolutely, I fell in love with that. A feeling I am appropriate for life. I can do it. Whether you, if you believe in God, then you, you know, you, you believe that you'll get Seattle Deshmaya and he'll help you. If you don't believe in God, you believe that you've got the, 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 the innate koichas that will help you navigate through life's challenges and um, do what you need to do, etc. But a feeling of appropriateness for life. And this is so important because now we understand that you can feel less than everyone in the whole world and not compromise your emotional integrity your emotional well-being your self-esteem self-esteem is not i'm better than him it's got nothing to do with any comparison whatsoever it's an internal that i am appropriate for life hashem created me in the way he created me with the koichas that he created me with and he will give me the siyata deshmaya that i need to be able to navigate through any test that he sends me that's it how can you not feel empowered to live if you really be misboyning on that? So it's it's really a very important thing to keep in mind that you are able to see yourself as less than everyone else. I remember, who was it? 
excuse me. It was um I can't remember. I I can't remember who one of the big Tadikim. I've seen it, I've seen it with a few Tadikim. Is when they shake your hand, yeah, they like they look at you like they shake your hand and they're like they're enraptured by you. Then you've have you ever had such an experience by a tzaddik who who's just like he was much more impressed with you than you were with him. Much more impressed. That's how we should be treating people. We should be we should be in awe of everyone. I mean, all you need to do is learn learn a few pages of the of the Oitzvus Chaim. Just number one to realize that the the psura, the the um, the form of a human being, the form of a man, is an actual is is the ultimate diagram of reality. Mamush. You re- learn learn you know learn Kabbalah one hundred one. Learn Oitzus Chaim. You'll understand that the original. Um, form which had no form that everything comes from has a head and eyes it's called Adam Kadmon it has a nose mouth ears beard a chest a belly button Ava legs feet hands it's the perfect you every time you're looking at a human being you are looking at a diagram of all of reality the per not just it's it's mamush a diagram of reality that in the first place should already put you in awe of every human being and then to plug in, every person's had their own peckle, their own situation. Everyone's gone through their own uh, their own nisyonis, and 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 they've uh, and they've learned their own things, and they've got their own way of seeing stuff, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And to be genuinely impressed by everyone, and we can do that. We can do that. So that doesn't that doesn't um, what's the word that doesn't um, impact our ability to feel emotionally stable and our self-esteem it doesn't they're, they're not sure okay that's basically chapter 30 okay see yourself as lower than everybody and don't worry about it because that's that's not going to affect you if you've got your head on your shoulders and you understand that you are appropriate for life and you can do it okay so chapter one, he basically chapter thirty-one, he goes further. We've now, I mean, we've discussed these ideas outside in other classes, but he's talking about now if you do everything that we've mentioned in these past couple of chapters, he's worried that the Reb is worried that you're going to fall into atzvus, yeah, into depression. You're looking at yourself as lower than everybody in the world. In your own self, you've decided that you're you know you could be doing a lot lot better in your avoidance Hashem and uh, really you've got nothing at all to be smug about so the Rebbe is like okay don't worry why not and now he makes the chiluk we've learned about this but we'll say it again here because this is where it all came from is the difference in Atzvus and Marirus anybody remember the share we gave about the the stages the five stages of the heart I called it redemption of the heart did you remember that Bits and pieces, the shvirus halev, the, yeah. the rebuilding of the lev, and you yeah. know. So the so it goes. There's a five a five part process. You begin at a level what's called tintum alev. Yeah, you're you're emotionally unavailable. Yeah, you're not. You can't. You can't even get angry at someone when you're tintum alev. Yeah, you've just got no. You've got no energy. That's tintum. That's what he was talking about the past couple of chapters. Now you break your definition of who you are. Yeah. Now we enter into the holy state of Shreya Salev. Shreya Salev means you're without definition. That was what Avram said. He was constantly incinerating what he became. Offer means like, you know, dirt, mud, you know, like, um, like uh, earth. And Afer is, is uh, ash. So Afer means when I became this fertile ground for growth i incinerated it mamash i destroyed my definition of myself we we really should strive to not define ourselves in any way and not define relationships and not define other people as well i was uh, thinking about this uh, yesterday just this actually this exact thing about not defining oneself yet in the same time i'm trying to daven that i that i myself 
am the best version of myself in the in the in the titles that I have. And I don't know if those are the definitions of the titles, but as a father, as a husband, as a Talmud, as a Ever Hashem, are the, is that a definition of oneself, or are those merely just like levushim or or just merely just titles that we have to fulfill our tafkin in life? Yeah. So they're not. Those are not definitions of yourself. Definition. A definition of yourself is I'm. A, I'm an angry person. I'm a baltiver. I. I can't do anything. I can't. I can never get it right. Yeah. The fact that your father. Wow. I've got a busy shield today. The fact that your father. I'll tell you that if you want to just really plug it in, an important thing to remember is being a father is not a role. And being a husband is not a role. Um, anybody who's trying to be a good husband is doomed to fail. And everybody, anyone who's trying to be a good father is doomed to fail. The perspective is my wife or my children. The minute it becomes your, the minute your relationship with your children becomes about you, about me being a good father, yeah, there's going to be a lot of trouble. It's not about me being a good friend. That's why on Shabbos, see, you could you could describe the week as playing all these different roles. Yeah. Shabbos, you let go of all the roles. Like Hashem, that's called Manucha. You go back to the source of who you are, which is the which is the essence of where all those roles come from. So Shabbos, you let go of all the roles. You're not a photographer. You're not an accountant. You're not a lawyer. You're not. You're just. You're, you're manucha. You go back to the white light of who you are. But on Shabbos, you'll see that you're you're more of a father and more of a husband than any other time in the week. Yes, yeah, I mean, these aren't roles. This is the essence of who you are. Your relationship with your children. Your relationship with your wife. It's not about being a good husband. It's not about being a good father. It's about my children. It's about my wife. That's it. That's a very, very healthy. Everyone understood that? I said it kind of quickly. Everyone's clear on that? So that's not one. That's not, I just went off on a side point there. But that's also, these are not definitions of who you are. Yeah. Definitions of who you are, like we said, is, is a limiting thing where you say, I am a, uh, I am an alcoholic. Although they, uh, the, um, the AA people say that that's something you should say. But anyway, we're talking more about the, the this is the Indian of Shriasalev, is the breaking of the definitions of who we are. I think that's why Abraham had a, a tent that was open on four sides. He wasn't defined. He wasn't, he wasn't the Magain Avraham. The Magain means this surrounding wall. Hashem is called the Magain Avraham. I mean, he was defined by Hashem. So he could be whatever he needed to be, according to the according to the job at hand. <laughs> so anyway, so we have Atzvus, or we have a, we have Timtumalev, then we have Shvira Salev, then we have Marira Salev, then we have Psicha Salev, then we have Tuvlevo. But the 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 what the Rebbe does in this chapter here, chapter thirty one, is he explains the difference between Atzvus. And Marira Salev between Timtumalev and Marira Salev. Sorry, what's the fifth one, Psich Salev, after Psich Salev? It's called Tuvlevav. The um the difference between Timtumalev and Marira Salev is Timtumalev is when you've you you're you're blocked, the heart's blocked, there's no emotional energy whatsoever. Marira Salev is the feeling of this this has to change. This has to change. So it's not that, oh, I'm feeling so sorry for myself. Look at who I've become. Oy vey, look at who I am. Look where I've fallen to. It's the exact opposite side of the coin. It's this needs to change. I need to pull myself together. I need to stop doing X. I need to start doing why. I I need. I must. I have. This is no longer negotiable. This is a. This is an emergency. This is an emergency. That's Marira Salev. It's not Timtumalev Bichlal. It's not a lifelessness. It's the exact opposite. It's lifefulness. It's that that 
clenching of your fist and that 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 realigning yourself with this is going to be different from now on enough finished so that's what the web is saying so if you've done this correctly this process of breaking yourself down and then seeing yourself as lower than everybody else etc you will not what the experience will be is not going to be an experience of tim to malave it's going to be an experience of marira slave because again the whole thing is putting yourself away from you you're you're seeing everybody else when you say you see yourself as shapa ruh before koha adam it means you're seeing the mila of the other person you're seeing the gewaldigness of every other person the the whole point is the rebbe is trying to get you out of yourself when you're when you're when you're wallowing in your own lowly state yeah that's called atzus that's called timtumalay but when you're going through the same emotional kind of um you know chemical feeling but the 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 perspective is outwards you're looking outward that that leads to marinus alone and that means that now i can change i can go forward i can i i'm not a prisoner to who i was which is the worst kind of prison so he basically says the way that we do it just to summarize the whole thing is you have to validate um you have to validate the fact that you've got a long way to go okay there's a lot of work to do okay then you have to recognize that this sadness that we're feeling or this this negativity we should say this kind of negative energy that we're experiencing that's to do with the nefesh of bahamis not with the nefesh of lakis and we're going to explain this clearly in a minute as well to then he says to visualize how kozman we are living through the eyes of the nefesh of bahamis through the egoic eyes through the eyes of our human our human um condition the nefesh and the kis which is what makes us jewish is basically in a dungeon it describes it as like a dungeon you're either expressing your nefesh and the kis you're expressing your nefesh bahamis you're either expressing your human side or you're expressing your godly side can't really be expressing the set both of them at the same time so the that feeling of the nefesh and akis being in prison or so to speak the visual that he gives you on that um is what he says allows you to generate rahmanas rahmanas leads to a feeling of um we really need to feel of love i'm not, not going i don't want to go there actually but this idea of um of empathizing and having rahmanas on the nefesh and akis is what's going to allow you to actually move forward okay so he says the commitment comes um the commitment to, of what we're talking about this maria said this commitment to go forward is really generated from having rahmanas on the on on the godly aspect on the on the on the on the nefesh and the kis that's in you that's not having the opportunity to ex- to express herself that's really where that's he gives you basically the the mechanics of how the marina slave works okay i didn't get into it too much i don't want to get into it too much right now i want to keep moving but that's basically the um the the energy the resolve that comes through is from a rahmanas that we have on the nefesh and the kis which is what allows us to make this commitment to move forward and to not stagnate and to stay in the the st- the same um um complacent or or depressed situation that we were in beforehand and then he explains that this is the true simcha of the prince returning to the king the prince was in jail um for however many years is released from the jail and brought back to the father back to his father the king yeah that's the what he talks about as the simcha of the um the nefesh and akis that comes out of the jail but what he says very importantly is that with all of this avoider this disidentification with the nefesh of bahamis the breaking of the nefesh of bahamis and the moving forward in your commitment to serve shem you haven't fixed the nefesh of bahamis Anybody knows what it means the fixing of the nefesh of bahamis? 
replace it with the Nefesh Elikus? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the ultimate avoda for like even a Benini to a Tzaddik? Is... Well, yeah, for a, a, tzaddik, a Tzaddik would be des- described as a person who basically either he did it or God did it, changed his Nefesh Abhamis into Nefesh Elikus. But that's not our, that's not really our job. We have, we have, it's one word. One word. Our relationship to Nefesh Bahamas. Tikkun? Good. Better word. Chinuch. Mm. We are here to be Mahanach, our lower side. Isn't training a better word? Training, Mahanach. I mean, implies that it understands. Isn't it more submit uh, submission? Well, no. Well, I mean, just as an example, we spoke about this with tefillah. The experience of tefillah is meant to be that the nefesh of Bahamas is meant to be sitting there watching the nefesh of Akis and become a little bit inspired to to pray. It's if you call it training or chinuch, fine. The nefesh of the nefesh of Bahamas is not really a behemoth. I mean, he is a behemoth, but he's He's a human, you know. He's is he, he's really a human. We just call him Nefesh Bahamas, but um, we also call him Nefesh Achiyunis. But but the idea is to be Machanach the Nefesh Bahamas. Right now we haven't done that. Right now we've just kind of shut it up. We deflated it. We managed to we managed to subdue it. And there's a big difference between an animal that's been subdued and an animal that's been that's been trained. A very big difference. It's, so it's our it's our job to mechanic the nefesh Bahamas to take on the actions of the nefesh elikus, or just just become more refined, to be become more refined, to be more selfless, to be more um, to be less uh, less pleasure oriented, to be more long term, to be more long term. Um, what's the what's the goal oriented, long term goal oriented. Uh, yeah. That's the chinuch of the Nefesh of Bahamas. We're here to be Mechanach the Nefesh of Bahamas. Mechanach, train, whatever. But that's what we're trying to do. So this situation that we're in right now, we've just broken the Nefesh of Bahamas. We smashed it, we deflated it, but we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, um... <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> we didn't, um, like, make him more supple. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't train him. We didn't bring him up. We just kind of deflated him. So this isn't really the long-term avoider of the Nefesh of Bahamas. The long-term avoider of the Nefesh of Bahamas is this, you know, is, is a lifelong training program where we are doing whatever kind of avoiders we need to do. Like, for example, something I do with my kids, I, I started to do this recently, my little kids, is they wanted a candy. So I just thought I'd have fun. And I'd say, look, I'll, if you want, I'll give you a candy right now. Or if you go now without a candy, you come back from Cheda, I'll give you three candies when you come back from Cheda. Watch the kid. Watch what happens to the child. It's amazing. I saw there was a, they did a, they did a, uh, an experiment. It's quite a famous experiment. The kid with the marshmallows, you've seen this? Yeah, they put a kid with the marshmallow there. They said, okay, you sit there. You can eat it if you want. If you can wait five minutes, you get two marshmallows. And they got all these all these videos of these kids, like four-year-old kids, like, like licking it and smelling it, and yeah, you know, and then they would just stick it in his mouth, or the other ones like sitting there with his hands under his under his legs, just like looking around like this, whatever. But this is the um the the definition of what Rav Manus gave the definition of narcissism is you can't even do something for your future self. That's already a level of selflessness being able to put your future self ahead of your immediate self. So that's a level of training of the Nefesh of Bahamas. To be able to just say to the Nefesh of Bahamas, you'll get your chocolate milk, but let's wait. Let, let, let's do it in an hour. That's already a level of china for the Nefesh of Bahamas. That was a victory. If you can do that, you, you were victorious and you managed to you manage to bring the nefesh of Bahamas a little bit more in line with the nefesh of Akis. That he's not just running by his emotions, he's now running more by his safety. That's uh, that's a victory.
And he describes that basically as um, Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Because when we came out of Mitzrayim, we were still schmutzik from Mitzrayim. It was only by Har Sinai when he removed the Zuhama, the, all the filth from Mitzrayim. But, but there's that Indian of leaving Mitzrayim, Kozman, you're still Shakua in the schmutz of Mitzrayim. That's what he's talking about here. We left Mitzrayim, but there was no, we hadn't become Mutukan. We hadn't become Masukan. We got Masukan by Harsinai. So we left Mitzrayim in the state that we were in Mitzrayim. And then we went through and through, and then we came to Matan Torah when he brought us out of that Matzah. And this is the, possibly the most important, in my opinion, and the Manis said something similar, the most important six words in, in the Tanya. And he says, this is the real pivot. I didn't make myself. Can you repeat those words again? But I did not make myself. So this is the thing. See, we 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 can get depressed over how how low we are, some of the things we do, our condition, our our need for Tiva, the things that we look at that aren't persuaded to look at, the things that we say that aren't persuaded to say, the things we think that aren't persuaded to think, things we do that aren't persuaded to do. But we've we missed the point that that is the reason why we got created. You got given this peckle. You got given this human experience so that you can fix it. And if it was easy, then it's not worth it. That's the whole point of our, that's, that's what we're here to do. We're here to tucker, raise that element of ourself. And that's what it means. I didn't make myself. And this is mumish the whole, this is really the most important thing, is by disassociating with this. So you think I'm so rubbish. I do this, I do that, I think this, I say that, yeah. What the Reb is trying to explain to us to do here is to peel yourself away from yourself. It's not that you did this and you did that. You are a Jew. You are a Ben Yisrael. Your mum is Givaldic. The Nefesh of Bahamas, which is your project, the reason why you got put into this world, doesn't always behave himself. And we need to fix that. But the depression comes from when we, when we identify with that part of ourselves. That's when the depression comes. And not only does the depression come, that's when we become powerless to do anything. But when we can disidentify from that and we can say, I have a human element, not I am human, I have a human element. And that's my project. That's why I got created. And that's what I'm here to fix. Okay, I screwed up. Let's that, let's do better next time. Let's let now we make a resolve to move forward from here. But that can only happen when you're looking at it not as you screwed up, but the behavior is wrong. I heard of Yaakov Weinberg's at South say the difference between Yiddish Achuva and Goyesha guilt is the Goy says, Oy vey, I'm so bad. And the Yid says, The action was bad, the miser was off, needs to get fixed. That's a very liberating, very liberating force. And not only is it liberating, it's empowering because now it's not you, it's your project. It's you against that as opposed to me. There's that game to be played now. Okay, and basically, we're, we're basically finished now, but we can say chapter 32 very quickly. If we've done all of this, and this is kind of chapter 32, which is the famous chapter, which is Lamed Base, which means heart. Yeah, Lamed Base is heart, Lave. That if we can disidentify with our Nefesh of Bahamas, and this is the whole thing I said about not defining ourselves, by, dis by disidentifying with our Nefesh of Bahamas, we now become identified with our Nefesh of Akis. 
or we should identify with the nefesh of peace. And that is the silver bullet to Arvis Yisrael. See, Kozman, we are identified with our human element. We can only love, all love in the human arena is called an Avatalu Bedava. You're a created being. So when my Nefesh of Bahamas loves the Nefesh of Bahamas, it's because of things that are appealing to my Nefesh of Bahamas. That's called an Avatalu Bedava. So how can you be told to love every yid as yourself? Yeah, Every Jew, that, that's not possible. Kozman, we're identified with the human element of ourself, what makes me unique, then I will only be able to love you when you are when you have qualities that I define or appreciate as being shy to me. Things that I appreciate. So you can't love everybody. You, that's just impossible because a lot of people aren't lovable. And then also, how could it be as yourself? You have to love them at the same amount you love yourself. That's the way Rav Manis said it is. That's a wildly ambitious. I remember the words. Impossible. Not only can you not love everyone, but to love them as yourself. So the Rebbe flips it over and he says that means loving them as yourself. It's not to love them as much as yourself. It's that you've redefined who yourself is. You now are a chelik alikai memal. That's your primary definition of who you are. Now, once that's the primary definition, and that's what I love about myself, so to speak, well, that's the same in all you do. That's the son the shama from all you do. We're all one neshama. So when I love myself because I'm Jewish, because I have a nefesh, because I'm loving my nefesh and the then that that's I love you in the same way. That's what it means. We have to lerecha as yourself, not as much as yourself. And it's also interesting. We said this many times. But we'll say it again. The chaf. Everyone knows what you spoke about with the chaf kamoicha. Why is shame noichach? meaning second person, chaf. Lefanecha. When I'm talking to you, it's uh, the way we 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 add, the way we speak in second person is by putting a chaf at the end of the of the noun, yeah? See, chaf is kesa. Chaf is the level above chokhmah. Chokhmah is yud. When we're talking to somebody face to face, that means we're relating to the actual person, not their name. Therefore, we speak to them in second person. You, 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 you. How do you feel? How are you? What would you like to do? Yeah, that's the person themselves. That's the chaf. So if you have to recha kamoicha, again, just fits in with everything that we've learned, is that's the that's the um that's the essence of who you are. That's the you, which is by this point. We're now, as well as relating to ourselves as the nefesh and the keys, and that is the silver bullet, so to speak, to have a real relationship with everybody, with every other yid, to love them as the yid. It doesn't say by the ger and by the yosoim and by the almana we have a uh, we have a mitzvah to love them or to, to be mechab with them, whatever. Yeah, but not kamoicha, because the ger and the yosoim and the almana. It's about them, about their personality, or about their situation. It's about their nefesh of Bahamas. It's about their human, the the, the fact that they're a ger, or they're a yosom, or they're an almana. That's a definition on their humanness. That's what makes them special. So I've got a mitzvah by those three, that, that, those three sugidan, but on top of that, now there's a mitzvah to love the actual personality, to love the human element of who they are as well. That's not encompassed by the mitzvah Havdurecha Kamoicha. The mitzvah Havdurecha Kamoicha is the mitzvah of relating to myself on the most profound level of my of my Yiddishkai, of my who I am as a Ben Yisrael. And therefore I love you in the same way. That's not the mitzvah of loving the Yosom and the Almana and the Ger, where we're actually, that's to do with who they are. 
that's to do with their personality, to do with their life situation. Very different kind of thing. That was, was that clear? You're saying that's Ketzer? What is? The relation to the totality of the person? I'm just joshing that myself, but the, the, we're, we're relating to the, the, exactly the essence of the person on, on the Jewish level. They to have, their, which is their Ratzon or their Oneg or... A yichida, whatever, the essence of their Jewish soul, the godly, the very... <laughs> the part of them that makes them godly, like every other yid. <laughs> okay. So like I said, we, we just covered, we covered three prakim there, and they're quite big prakim, and um, it's kadai to, if, if you've got time to work out, it would be a good investment of time to try and go back to that, because we didn't in any way um, give the, give the um, appropriate time to those ideas. Um, so I'm just assuming that you're going to go back and uh, look at it yourself. Again, as always, the... Uh, those these sheets that I make are available. Oh, this show will be up online tomorrow, Bizarre Um, that's it. Any questions? I think we had a new member here today, Moshe Frankel. I don't know if he's been on before, but big shout out to Moshe Frankel, new so Moshe, today. Can we see you? Can you flick on your camera for a minute? I don't know if he's Shkoyach, yeah. Shalom, nice to see Hello, you. Hello, Rabbi. Shalom Aleichem. Okay, we should all be Zoicha. Any questions? Well, yes. is there going to be a time for a Khazara uh, test, something? Because it feels like we've done so much in a while. And recently, it's like, it's my fault. I have to Khazar it, but I'm, we're going so fast now, it's hard to keep up. Like I said, I, I, I said, I, I, do, I believe me, I'm, I am intent on helping you guys as much as I can. And I've got a whole plan after we finish these Shirim. I've got other plans. But um, it, it, like I've just said over and over, is this is a personal project that you have to invest in yourself. No one can give this to you. No one. Especially me. I'm just doing the little bit that I can. But there has to be the person, there has to be the, there has to be a Hazara, there has to be the, um, there has to be, I mean, just the action taken. You got to take it and act on it, and really make it a part. Train, be mechanic, like you say. Exactly. I'm yeah. trying to. I'm trying to chazer a parak every day out inside, but I'll we're already you. we're already at thirty three, and I'm at twenty three. <laughs> a parak a day is that. That's very uh, ambitious. That's a bit. That's don't don't don't. Um, what's the word? Don't be impatient. Have patience with yourself. I'll quote uh, Bill Gates. I think it was Bill Gates said this. He said, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10. There's no rush. Yeah, there's no rush, but but we need a plan. We need a plan. But but the problem is we usually get impatient with ourselves. We try and do like so much and and then it's not as, uh, it's not as thorough as it could be otherwise. <laughs> But I will, I will, we'll get it together. Because I'll try and make a new test anyway. For, for yeah, Michael, you want to ask something? Yeah, I actually had a question. When you go back to the beginning of Sikha Saleh, we talk about being emotionally available that someone can love greatly, they can also get angry. Can you just talk about that point for a minute? Just when you're when you're emotionally, I don't want to say get angry, that's not such a good thing to say. I know I did say that, but just for example, a person who's basimcha will be able to mourn very deeply. A person who's in deep simcha, who's in a very open, his heart is alive and open and flowing. There's a free flow of energy. When someone close to him dies, he will be able to, to mourn in a very deep, real way. That's what it means. It just means you're available emotionally. It means you'll be able to, you'll be very excited and at the same time, you'll be able to feel deeply. You're just you're just emotionally available. You'll be able to empathize with people more deeply. You'll be able to it's like you'll be able to get angrier. You're just you're just you're just there. Your heart's there, and the emotion is there. You're available. That's that's what it really means. That's called psicha slave. It's a very halig state to be in. It's very uh, you know we we need to be a voters Hashem. That's the very first thing he says in Tanya. Literally, like the first few lines of the Tanya 
is you need to be basimcha, which means you need to be psychosalave, you need to be emotionally available. Um it's it's the prerequisite. It's almost it's almost in a very simple term being compassionate. Having compassion. Well, I mean that's compassion is another that that's another uh, another media like Arvenira. So Vadai, but I, I understand what you're saying. You're saying it's like a different thing. I understand what you're saying. But that that's it. It just means it means that there's a free flow, a free flow of emotion, which is the opposite of Tim Tumalay. So a person right. who's depressed, yeah, it wouldn't affect them particularly if someone dies. They're not there available, they're not emotionally available to feel that. Even and that Ramana said this that at the beginning of the Tanya, he 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 connects the different um the the elements like Afa, Ruach, Mayim, and Aish to different character traits, yeah. So the two that go together, Atzvus goes with Atzlus. Depression and laziness go together. What's the connection between laziness and depression? Because in a sense, I don't want to, I'm not judging anyone here, but in a sense, depression or Tim is a kind of laziness to experience any emotion. It's not an emotion. Tim is not an emotion. Depression is not an emotion. It's a lack thereof. That's what that's what depression is. The person's not 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 happy, but he's also not angry. He's also not fearful, not on an anxiety level, but on the on the emotional level of gavura of, of of yira. He's just not there. So that's why it's con- that's why it's connected to utzlus because utzlus and utzlus, it's like a kind of like we said a a kind of a laziness to experience an emotion in a sense. They both come from the soda offer earthiness. Exactly. Also, you could also say that they both stem from a lack of motivation, or they lead to a lack of motivation. It, it's a downward spiral. It's chicken egg thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions? Okay. 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 Okay.